0: welcome to the mastery matrix podcast i am your host Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world we geek out on human potential and transformation you know how to disrupt ourselves elevate to mastery and build our mind body spirit and systems for greatness i hope you're ready guys because i am let's go this is going to be relevant whether you are starting a business or you already have a multi-million dollar business, because these are the conversations that I'm having. A lot of these conversations this week with people who are already making multiple millions of dollars a year in their business with great offerings, but there's certain mistakes that we tend to fall into. And I wanted to make sure to bring that conversation to you today to make sure that you don't end up in the same traps. All right. And let us talk about offers real quick. The reason why I wanted to talk about offerings it's because when you're thinking about growing your business again whether you're starting or you're already very seasoned and being and already being very successful at what you do your offer is going to be a lot of times what's going to help make or break you scaling to upper levels. It is going to make you or break you. The way you position it, the way you price it, the way you do it is going to determine you know, how, how well you get to the next level in terms of your business. And when you think about it, how does money come into your business? How does your business become successful? It's because of the offerings that you have. Okay. So the the more you can make sure that you have the right offerings at the right price and all of those things, the more you're going to make sure that your road to success is much smoother. Okay. Afterwards, there's definitely going to be other things to take into account, but it's all, it all starts with your offering. If you are just new, this is so, so, so crucial for you. If you are seasoned, it is so important to remember to revisit your offers because a lot of times people don't realize what they're the reasons why they're stuck and cannot get to the next level. All right. So let's talk about these five main problems or main mistakes that people have when it comes to their offering. Number one is not positioning their offering properly. All right. So when I say number one not positioning your offer properly, there can be at least two different ways that you could not be positioned the right way. One can be that the offer is too broad. It's solving for everyone. Oh, and but when, what do I mean by positioning? You could have one offer and use that one offer to solve 10, 15 different problems for people. Which problem you decide to solve? with your specific offer is your positioning. For example, let's say that I am a life coach and I help people um, really redesign their life and their career so that you know they achieve happiness and fulfillment, all right? That was super broad <laughs> on purpose. Now, I could do that specific thing with a divorcee who's trying to get her life back together, That's one problem. I could do this specific thing with someone who just reached retirement and now it's they have to build this whole new identity. They don't know what to do with their life. Another problem. Same offer. Different problem. Right. If I were to serve the divorcee who's trying to build their life again, that's my positioning. If instead I decided to take my offer, same tools, same everything, and go and help the retiree who's building a new identity, it's a different positioning. So you have that's what I mean by positioning. And when I say it's not positioned properly, if it's too broad, meaning we're trying to help everybody, it's gonna be very, very difficult for you to be able to narrow down and attract the right clientele. So this is very relevant for people who are new, but I see it a lot also for people who have followed some type of certification from somewhere. Okay. They're certified in something specific, or they got uh, you know, accredited by you know, this specific coaching program, and now they know they, they are able to use that coaching program to coach other people. A lot of times people get so lost in that that they don't create their own brand solving a specific problem, it stays very broad and very high level. It's very, very difficult to grow a business like that if your offering is not niched down to a specific problem enough. I'll, this was clear. So make sure that if when you're thinking about what your offer is, is it solving a very specific problem? That's going to be your positioning. If it's too broad and it's women entrepreneurs, I can guarantee you we have hundreds and we have thousands of women entrepreneurs. Depending on what they're doing, what level of business, how long they've been in business, what type of business, they have very, very different um needs they have a very different way of thinking they have a very very different problems so even that is very broad you want to nail down what the specific problem that you have is another way that people solve that people position them their offers um sometimes improperly right is uh solving a low-level problem. And this is going to show up in different ways, whether you're seasoned or you're newer. If you're newer and you're you have an offer that you want to bring to market and you position it your offer too low, meaning you're solving a very low problem. Let's say that your goal is to help um, entrepreneurs. Who are just starting to create their first offer. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but let's say that that's what it is. You just have to realize then that the people that you're going to attract a lot of times might not have the money to invest. Uh, a lot of times might not have even the mindset you know, to hustle the way an entrepreneur has to hustle in order to get to that next level. And you have to be acquainted with that and be OK with that. If you're not, you're always going to feel like your offer is not working and the people that are coming are not the right people, etc. And that's good. That creates frustrations and people don't make it. It doesn't work. Right. So making sure that you're elevating the problem that you're solving to the highest level possible that you can you can go. Because if you if let's say instead of talking about creating a first offer, I talk about creating helping people create ten thousand dollar months over and over and over again okay let's say that that's what we're doing then all of a sudden I'm not just attracting someone who's beginner but maybe someone who's already making eight thousand a month which is a six-figure business by the way eight hundred and thirty three you know eight thousand thirty thirty three hundred that's gonna eighty three hundred dollars Per month, that is a six-figure business. So I'm already attracting that six-figure business owner, but who's not making it consistently. And now we're talking about consistency. So you're going to attract that high level and everyone be, uh, beneath that, like who's not there yet. So that's how you want to think about your offer. How do I position it at the highest level possible of the problem that I want to solve, knowing that it's going to attract any everyone else who's not there yet? Okay, so the positioning of your offering is so important. That was uh, mistake number one. Mistake number two is letting your offer get diluted over time. And what do I mean by getting diluted? And this is so important for those of you who have been in business for a while and who have successful offers, an offer that's selling itself, people are having great results, etc., you can get to a point where actually you actually start adding so much to your offerings that it's they get diluted for many different reasons for example was talking to a client when was it i think it was actually monday or tuesday this week and i had posted something on my social about uh you know making sure that you're that, oh, about the fact that too much value in an offer is almost like too much water or too much food because if you have You know, if there's too much food, you end up with stomach issues. If there is too much water, you see, you know, tsunamis and floods and stuff, right? There's such a thing as too much of a good thing. And so when you're thinking about your offerings, you want to make sure that they have just enough in them to create amazing transformation. And then there's no fluff, like no things that you end up adding over time. Because people ask for them or because, you know, something came up at a certain point and you added stuff, specific things into your program to a point where it becomes too much. And when it becomes too much, it actually starts having the reverse effect in terms of transformation on your people, which in turn is going to impact, you know, people purchasing it, people buying it. So what does that mean? You have to always make sure that you're going back to what is the most important thing? in my program what are the most important tools what is the most important uh, process and how do i stick to these things to make sure that people get the success that they're meant to get a lot of times when you have had a successful program and you're used to because We wanna serve our people to the best, right? We wanna give them the best. We wanna help them to the best of our abilities. And so we tend to ask a lot of questions about what's working, what would you like to see in the program? Typically, the people who are gonna be the most vocal are the people who have more time on their hands, typically. And they might not be your ideal clients in your program, right? In your program, you could have people who are your ideal clients and you have people who are not necessarily, but you know, they're there and so who you listen to in terms of how you structure your program and how you improve it has a huge impact if when you ask those questions about how you can improve your offering you end up getting a ton of feedback that might look like great great feedback but a ton of feedback from the people in your program who are not your ideal client gets get and you start implementing those things your program is going to start getting diluted And it's not going to it's going to start not attracting the ideal client that you're looking for. So make sure that when you're looking at how to improve your offers, which you should do anyway to make sure that everything is always relevant, but make sure that you're asking the right people who are in your program. Not everyone is the people that you want to work with. You grow as you serve your clients and as you grow, you attract higher and higher level in terms of, you know, who who that person is, and you want to always make sure that you are tailoring and upgrading and updating your offers based on who that ideal person is. Otherwise, you're going to dilute it. All right. So that is problem number two. Problem number one was the positioning, making it too broad or solving a very low level problem, much lower than you could. And then number two was um, making your program, letting it become diluted over time by you know adding too much or adding too much of the wrong things. Number 3, this is such a big one. This is such a big one. Making your offer not scalable. Some offers there's no way that they're going to take you to seven figures. It's just impossible because if you add the amount of time that you're tying the amount of your time you're tying into the delivery There is just not enough time in a year for you to actually grow your business, right? Even if you were to be the best person at selling, if you added that many new clients, you would not be able to serve them. So when I want you, every single one of you to look at your offers right now and look at if I were to add, okay, and this is in the cases that you're doing group programs, but even one-on-ones, okay, even one-on-ones. So I want you to look at if I'm doing one-on-ones and I was to add, to add, I don't know, five to 10 more clients right now, would I be able to handle it? If I'm doing group programs right now and I were to add 100 people to my group programs, would I be able to handle it? If the answer is no, because you wouldn't have enough time to do it, then there's an issue. Because what I see a lot of times is people have these big goals in terms of the money they want to make and the freedom they want to have, et cetera. But then in turn, they create an offer that ties their time and makes it actually impossible for them to reach the goal, given the delivery and the support that they currently give their clients. So I am not saying you should reduce the support that you're providing, but I'm saying you should look at creative ways to be able to serve more clients given that without tying your time to it or team's time okay we've we had to restructure the reason you you've if you've been following us for even a month or two you must have heard that we discontinued one of our our offerings which was the core offer that we had for the past few years and one of the main reasons for that is the scalability we are an eight-figure business going to a hundred million if we want to impact the number of people that we want to impact to get to 100 million the way that we are structured we structured that specific offer would it would be impossible to get there we would need hundreds of team members just to deliver this offering because it is so personalized it is so, there's so much human interaction and support, right? Which is something that's very important to us. But we have to look at, okay, how can we do this differently? Look at different ways where you can achieve the same results without tying all of your time into the delivery of this. Some examples, I'm just thinking about an example I gave to a client. I did this amazing training program that had a lot of practical uh um, you know, practice in it, right It was all about intuition, et cetera, and there was a lot of practice with, that 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 was involved in it. And initially I was like, how am, how is she going to do practice one on one with all of us? Like, there's no way. But the way that it was set up is that we were put every time every single week. There was multiple times where we could practice our intuition and we were put into these small pods of two or three people and we would actually practice with one another. And there was one facilitator for the call. We would just practice with one another and we developed the same skills. We developed like it was the most amazing experience, a lot of one on one coaching because we were coaching one another. Right. While we were practicing. And that was such a brilliant way to create an offer that gets the one on one type of work. But at that next level. And we were trained on how to do it with each other as well. Right. So there are so many creative ways to do this. You just have to really look at how do I achieve the same result in a way that does not tie my time so much. Because then you have the freedom and the bandwidth to actually grow your business. Number four is pricing your offer too low. And this might be relevant whether you're a new business or an ex- a, a very seasoned, if you have an offer that's been working amazingly well, you have to look at the pricing. If your pricing is too low, especially if you're starting, if you are starting and you price yourself too low, you are going to struggle because it takes energy. It takes the same energy to sell something that's low ticket as it does to say sell something that's high ticket. No matter what someone else will tell you, I guarantee you, whether you're doing Facebook ads or you're doing, you know, one-on-one consultation, organic lead generation, it takes the same energy. But if every single sale after all of that energy spent is giving you just a couple hundred dollars or seventy seven dollars or whatever, your business is not going to grow. So you have to scale when you're starting. You have to set up your price in a way that it can actually bring in high revenue initially so that you can reinvest in your business, be able to if if you're, you have to live on your business, then you can actually use some of it for yourself. But the rest of it, you're reinvesting in your business for growth. Same energy for the selling and marketing and selling. If you are seasoned and you have been selling this offer and it's, you know, it's been working really well, et cetera. Not saying that you should not have low ticket offers, but you have to look at your offer versus what it takes in your business to deliver that offer. If it's too low, you're actually losing money every single time you make a sale. If it requires a lot of human uh, interactions and it requires a lot of team and structures and systems and stuff, and you're not factoring what that costs you into the pricing of this and actually setting your pricing where you actually have uh, profits coming in, then you're losing money. All right. And a lot of times we don't think about that. We only think about uh, we think about it like in two separate buckets. This is the money I'm making. I'm having these expenses, but I'm not correlating. What this offer is priced at versus what it requires in terms of resources to deliver. All right. So make sure that you're paying attention to that, because, again, that can uh, block your growth. And the last thing, the last mistake people make is being afraid to terminate an offer if some, even if something has been working really, really well, that can be sometimes like the hardest types of offer to change, but you have to constantly be thinking about where am I going with this business? Like what's, what is the next step? What is going to be the next episode, the next chapter of this? And then constantly reevaluating what's happening in your business in light of that. So when I just gave the example of what our core, this offer made us to an eight-figure company and we decided to discontinue it this year that's a huge decision but that is because we're already thinking about what is happening next year what is going to you know what is what is that big dream that we've been working with we're working on as a company and what is, is it going to take from us to get there and it did require us to stop with this offering which is a very, very successful one, which is very well priced, right? This entry offer was $27,000 to $30,000 a year to start. Like it is really, really good money. We could have sold this again and again and again and again. However, it was not gonna take us to where we wanna get to in order to get to that 100 million mark. So thinking, taking the time to think very strategically about your business and where you're wanting to get it to is very important because then you can turn and look at your different offerings and realize okay do i have the right portfolio of offerings Uh, are they targeting and positioned in the right way to attract the type of people that i want to have the type of clientele that i want to serve and are they the right mix right or do i need to let some of this go and bring in something new so don't be afraid to do that, even if you have current clients in it. I know it is sometimes the hardest thing to make changes to an offer where you ha- when you have clients that are enrolled in it, but it is so important that you do it. And this is applicable to, uh, you know, when I said that, making sure that you don't let your offers become too diluted. Let's say that you have people enrolled in your programs right now and you're offering so much stuff and you decide, hey, you know what, this is too much. I've let myself, my, my offers be diluted. Let me change things around. It can be very difficult to for you to go to clients and be like, hey, I know I had, I was giving you three calls a week. Now I'm going to reduce that to two. There's a way to do that. Okay. We can have that conversation a different time, but you have to. It is your business. This is your baby and you're creating a business that's going to support your lifestyle, not the other way around. So you have to make sure that the choices that you make every day in your business are supporting the life and the vision that you have. And it is no one's responsibility but yours, right? It's your honor, it's your responsibility to do that for yourself. So don't be afraid to, to uh, uh disrupt your offerings. Don't be afraid to remove offers if they don't, you know, do if, if they're not relevant anymore. Don't be afraid to change your positioning and up level it, even if you currently have clients who are not the right avatar in it. Don't be afraid to tweak your offerings the way you created them. They're not meant to stay that way. All right. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. Have an amazing rest of your week, everyone. (laughs) Bye-bye. There you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues, and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right, so thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.